Should we call it a day? Nah, let's call it a night. Welcome to the Say Canar Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and some vices require particularly close attention. <laughs> so how's everything going, Mike? It's good. We're recording this the uh, day after 4th of July. It was a pretty mellow one this year, but, you know, it's nice. I go back to work tomorrow, so, you know, nice to be relaxed a bit. How about you? I'm good. Uh, just a little exhausted, man. Did some yard work. Uh, had an interview to do Friday. Um, it was a weird one. It was a video interview where basically, like, uh, I had to have my webcam on me, but I also had to have my hair cut. I had to be shaved, and I had to mm-hmm. be dressed. I had to be dressed, you know, with a tie, shirt, suit, all that kind of stuff, and answer five questions. Um, it was weird because I wasn't talking to anybody, just looking at a camera. you know so it was really weird doing that um and then it was kind of weird because like as i i got dressed and i saw myself on the camera i thought i looked clean and everything but my wife came out really quick just you know make sure everything was good she was like hey we're gonna stay in the room so you can do your interview but she was like why you got on shorts and i was like because they can't see my legs. <laughs> it's a video, yeah, it's a video interview. What's the yeah. point? <laughs> and she was like, it just looks really weird. And she was like, it makes sense, but it just looks really weird. But other than that, man, Mike, um, in two weeks, I'm supposed to be heading to Huntsville for a convention. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not excited about it. Uh, 14 people have dropped out. 14 celebrity guests have dropped out in like the last week and a half. So obviously the celebrities don't want to be there. Uh, we don't want to be there. <laughs> I don't blame anybody. <laughs> but this, there is a few buts. Billy West is going to be there. So I feel I have to go because I never know when this opportunity could come again. You know? Yeah, I'm surprised, though. Yeah. So he has not backed out yet. So I'm, I definitely want to go uh, just because of Billy West. I'm a huge fan of Doug. I loved Woody Woodpecker growing up. So I got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Futurama, too. And oh, yeah, Stimpy. Futurama. Ben Stimpy, well, yeah. yeah, he was frying on Futurama. He Zoidberg. was Bug, Bugs Bunny on Space Jam. Uh, we can go on and on. Yeah. We'll be here all day. Guy's been, <laughs> Elmer, guy's been Elmer Fudd for like over 25 years. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I definitely want to meet him. Uh, the guy who's hosting the convention refuses to cancel it or postpone it. He he just refuses. Probably would uh, lose money at the venue if he did. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people are arguing with him to just push it back later in the year if he can. But, you know, sometimes there's contracts involved. It may not be that easy. I don't know. Uh, I don't work for them behind the scenes, but it's not looking good. But me and my buddy Joe said we would go anyway just to meet Billy West and get these autographs. And then we're just going to probably walk around the vendor room maybe once or twice. And then we're done. We're getting hey, the heck out of there. You do know? your best to social distance and wear a mask if you can and get in and out. Yeah, man. I might have to get one other autograph. Our buddy Stan uh, wants me to get him the, the the Red Ranger. I don't know his name. I'm I'm not a Power Ranger guy, yeah, so please either, don't attack but... me. Please don't well, attack me. <laughs> we know how much you love Power Ranger Stan, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I, I didn't, I'm never a fan, but, you know. All right, so it's Mike, man. Um, uh, where can the people who are listening to us for the first time, where can they find us, man? We are so fortunate to be on like every major podcast app, Um, but we're on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. We're on um, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, Of course, we have videos up on YouTube. I will continue to plug that virtual panel to the end of time because you did such a good job on that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and of course, if you have an Amazon Alexa, just ask that to play the most recent episode. I think I got them all, but there's more than that. So if you don't listen to any of those apps, you probably could still listen to it on something else. Mm-hmm. And you got any shout outs today, Will? Well, got to give a shout out to Stan Lund. He is now an editor on our Facebook page. So shout out Woo! to Stan. You know, appreciate it, man. Stan's first post was a good one. Put out that snow globe, man. Oh, that's that snow globe. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like over 10 years old. That thing is expensive as anything now. <laughs> How much is it? How, what does it go for? I can't find it on eBay. It's been years since I've seen it on eBay. And I, oh. I like at least once a month, I check to see what the most expensive Darkwing items are. And I have not seen that snow globe in a long time. So that must be, be they su- don't want to give it up. People don't no, want to let it go. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be really insane to sell that thing. I had a chance at it over a decade ago for like a smart price, but I never bought it. Um, I wouldn't want to try to get one of those things now. For those who don't know what we're talking about, it's a Darkwing Duck snow globe, but it's specifically referencing uh, Darkly Dawn's a Duck. It's got uh, Taurus Bulba holding Goslin all tied up right from the episode. It's, I think it was a Disney Store item, so I think we're going back at least a decade on it. Oh, man. Uh, it, it looks really cool. Like you said, you can't find it, so that means the people who have it don't want to get rid of it. They, they, want, it, they want it. And I wouldn't. Uh, I'm assuming if it does go up, that means maybe they're having financial issues or just, yeah, you know, so like that's the only thing I can see. Or you don't know what you've got. Or yeah, or you don't know what you got. But uh, yeah, so Stan gets a shout out. I also want to give a shout out to our homegirl, Lynette. I'm not going to try your last name, Lynette. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she has a long name. Yeah, she has a long one, but I give a shout out. And another shout out again to the YouTubers, man. Y'all are growing. Y'all are showing mad love, and I really, really appreciate it. I'm sure Mike does, too. Yeah, of course. I love right. seeing the comments. There's a lot of – last few episodes, we've got a ton of comments right away. So thanks, guys. Yeah, and for, for you YouTubers, man, uh, who are who listen, who check us out, if you can, if you know anybody who enjoys Darkwing, even just mildly, man, just recommend us uh, to them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give oh, us yeah. – you know, yeah, probably, by all means, give us a plug. Uh, really appreciate that, man. Um, but, Mike, what we got going on today? What are we talking about? Well, just when we thought we'd never see Comet Guy again, he's back. Ew. Um, ew. Uh, the episode we're talking about today is called Planet of the Capes. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to know where that title came from. Hmm, a sci-fi hmm. movie uh, with monkeys or something? A planet <laughs> where apes evolved from men? Uh, yeah, Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Capes. Um, so yeah, that's that's um, this is our next Comic Eye episode. Thankfully, it's our last Comic Eye episode. Yeah, man. Um, well, let's not talk about a Tim Burton one though. Um, oh no, no, just give me the originals. <laughs> mm-hmm. You blew it up. Um, okay, so let's let's just dive into this one, shall we? All right. So what's our uh, production and air date, man? Uh, so this one aired Wednesday, November 27th, 1991. That would make it its air date one day before Thanksgiving. I will mention this because I'm taking a big shot in the dark. I'm probably going to strike zero on this one. But if anybody recorded this episode or um, Disguise the Limit when they first aired, please check your tapes because... If you go on YouTube, you'll see they created special Christmas and Halloween commercials for the Disney afternoon shows that year with Darkwing and all the characters. 
they did a Thanksgiving one that week with all the characters at Drake's house, Scrooge, Baloo, all of them having Thanksgiving dinner together. It isn't on YouTube. I haven't seen it in almost 30 years. But if it's anywhere, it's on the tapes of anybody who has these episodes when they first aired. Shot in the dark, you never know. But yeah, this one aired uh, the week of Thanksgiving. And it was the 57th in production order, so kind of late. Mm -hmm. So our story editor this week is Steve Roberts again. Um, This is one of his lesser ones. I don't think it's as bad as the Quack of Ages, which he also was story editor on. Um, but I guess they can't all be life, the negaverse, and everything. And, uh, hmm? Yes, well? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. And our writers were Ellen Sfaco and Colleen Tabor. Um, they were good Quacker Jack writers. They wrote his first two episodes. I know I've mentioned that. Quacker Jack actually pops up in this one, um, in the least, in the least expected place. This is their, like, third show. It's the third out of four. So they're, we're almost done with them. And animation-wise, this one went to Disney Japan. But it didn't go to the Thomas studio. This went back to Jade. That studio did um, Smarter Than a Speeding Bullet. So it did both of the comic guy shows. And the animation is, even though it came from Japan, I can't say it's all that great. What do you think of it? Uh, I don't like it at all. Yeah, the animation's a little all over the place right in this one. It's There's one. There's a couple of animation mistakes I'll mention. It's It gets better as the episode goes on. But the first, like, act or so is not good. Mm-hmm. You'd expect better from Japan. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate the animation, but I guess because of the episode, I, I just don't like it, man. You know, yeah. I, I just don't like this episode. I don't like... Uh, everything's bland to me. We'll, we'll get into that later, man. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the writing is weak enough that even good animation probably couldn't have saved this one. Mm-hmm. That's At least that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, so let's start our plot. All right, we get going. We got Comic Guy. He's bouncing around in space like a pinball machine. He's bouncing around, hitting planets, and then he lands on yeah. Earth. <laughs> you know that thing with the planets and pinball machine? We have we've seen that before, haven't we? Wait, Battle, of, a... Battle of the Brain Teaser started the exact yeah. same way with the exact same sound effects. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, continue, Will. All right, he lands on Earth, and then we got Darkwing who's watching TV, but uh, he's watching, he's trying to be sneaky with what he's watching, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see a side of Darkwing on this one we haven't seen before. Uh, he's watching <laughs> girls in bikinis at the beach. Yeah. He's, then, he, I think he goes past them, right? And then go goes back. back to them again. <laughs> and um, he, that, that's where he says, some vices require particularly close attention. I think if Morgana was there, she would have hit him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, as he's looking at the cameras and say, Canard, he sees buildings are shaking, the ground is shaking, and he knows who it is. Mm-hmm. Master of migraines, comic guy himself. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but comic guy is looking for Darkwing. Yep. So and- Darkwing wants to go out there and find Comet before he destroys St. Canard. Yeah, because um, he tears a building up by its foundation as a woman in the shower in a tub. And, um, yeah, Darkwing, like, he, he has to go stop him and save his reputation. Yeah. Um, so what happens? What, is, what does Comic Guy have to tell Darkwing? He tells him that uh, he, needs, he has to take him to Mertz. He doesn't really tell him why quite yet, though. Yeah, he just tells him there's trouble on Mertz and he has to come right away. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, Comic Guy, you know, tells him the whole planet depends on him. You know, and DW's ego is, you know, boosting up, like, because he, he feels needed. Yeah. <laughs> Best way to get Darkwing on your side is to play on his ego. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, Comic Guy takes Darkwing, stuffs him in his little uh, spaceship hat, <laughs> and the two of them head to Mertz. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so arriving on Mertz, uh, DW, they have a parade for him. He's loving it. Yeah, this is where the animation gets really messy because there's all these people on the parade route. There's a ticker tape parade, and the Darkwing is in a moving car, and the animation is so, so bad. And then he realizes it's not ticker tape, it's adhesive tape. Mm-hmm. And they cut to a close-up of his hand with the tape all over it, but his hand is painted like a human being with a brown coat sleeve. <laughs> so they, they, they really screwed up. Um, and Comic Guy says the only reason they use the adhesive tape is because it's easier to clean up, which doesn't make sense mm-hmm. at all. But then again, Comic Guy's a moron, so I guess it's okay it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So what happens next, Will? All right, D- uh, Darkwing is told the most important guy of Merce is missing. So mm-hmm. Darkwing thinks he's there because he's on the case to find him. Yes, we have a couple of um, new characters. Actually, we have three new characters. Two of them we meet now. Um, one of them is the official guy of Planet Mertz. Um, you know, a big, you know, big, strong-looking guy, a like comic guy. Um, he was voiced by Dorian Hareward. He was born 1950. Um, he had, he was in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, um, I love him. In Full yeah, Metal I know. You told me you like that movie. <laughs> um, he was in the ABC series Strike Force. He was announcer for NBC for a while. And Disney used him on Goof Troop, Bonkers, Aladdin, Gargoyles, and Quack Pack. On um, the most interesting voiceover info I found of him, he subbed for Shredder when James Avery couldn't do it in the original Ninja Turtle show. Mm. I can hear it in that voice. Yeah. Um, it's nice we do have um, a person of color in a Darkwing episode voiced mm-hmm. by someone who is also black, which is really nice. Yeah, minority power, baby. <laughs> well, it's nice. How many African-American characters are even on Darkwing Duck? There's no humans. Yeah. So when they finally do bring one in, they cast a black actor, which is, you know, especially relevant now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's just called the official guy. There's also a female um, who doesn't have a name. She's Maggie Roswell. I mentioned her in Tiff of the Titans. She voiced a couple of characters there. Really quick for anyone who didn't watch that episode. She was the voice of many female characters on The Simpsons for about 10 years before she quit that show. And they killed off her main character, Maude Flanders, out of spite. Uh, so Maggie Roswell voices the female character. And they give Darkwing a key to the city. And um, the other shoe drops, Will. Why is Darkwing really there? Uh, ordinary guy is missing. <laughs> ordinary guy is missing. And Darkwing realizes to his horror that every person on Mertz is a superhero. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Because uh, he, he, he's given the key to the city... He almost falls over, and then all of them tear off their costumes and go to save him. Yeah. Oh, he finds out the bad news that he's there to replace Ordinary Guy. Yeah, he thinks he's there to find him until they tell him, you are Ordinary Guy. And Darkwing's just like, nope, not doing it. No way. (laughs) And uh, they get their way by crying. So all the superheroes on Mertz are just as obnoxious as Comic Guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Really. Really. And then we get this whole thing, which is like, this This goes on forever, Will. 
they're like, well, you're an ordinary guy. You have no powers. Comic guy told us you don't, you're not a superhero. You have no superpowers. And Darkwing, keep, he keeps trying to prove he has powers. And, and they're like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And Darkwing is like, he's making up excuses. Oh, no, I have a hangnail. Oh, no, I can't do that. And, oh, man, this goes on forever. But Darkwing has no powers. And he's trying to say, you know, you don't need powers to be a hero. Mm-hmm. But that's they don't buy it. They just want him to be ordinary guy. He finally gives in, doesn't he? Yeah, he says he'll stick around for a few days and he'll just have a vacation, you know? I guess Goslin doesn't matter, huh? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> See, my brain is wired in a certain way. He's all the way in outer space. He says he's going to stay for a few days. What's going on back home? <laughs> Are all the supervillains having a party? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, but they, really quick, they rip off his costume and they throw ordinary guy's clothes on him. Uh, he looks ridiculous. I do like his line. He goes, what? No pocket protector? <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Will. No, no, I was just going to just say, and then, you know, like, he, he thinks he's on vacation and he he's relaxing, enjoying the view. Uh, but it doesn't go like that, you know. That's how he hopes. But he, yeah, he realizes he realizes ordinary guy's life was a living hell because of these guys. Yeah, the heroes just annoy him on everything, you know. Uh, from what was the first thing with the when he was at the pool and they yep. were creating ways for him. And, well, no, they were blocking the sun so he wouldn't get a sunburn. Yeah, they were blocking the sun, creating ways. He fell yep. over. Um. What, what happened next? Then, then got, it was the banana almost, peel. Yeah. Yes. And then Comic Guy jumps from the sidewalk so hard it throws Darkwing up in the air. Yeah. But then we get a sneak peek of someone though, before, after the banana peel, or is that a little bit later? That's a little bit later. Don't worry, okay. we're getting there. Uh, and then okay. um, they have to He's trying to cross the street. <laughs> yes. And my question is, why do these guys even have cars if they can fly? And You know, I didn't want to get there yet. I was just going to explain some of the things that I felt very wrong with this episode. Uh <laughs> If they're order, if they all have superpowers, like why do they have cars and why are they all getting beat up when they, they're trying to help them cross the street? You know. Yeah, this comic guy is like smashing the cars and throwing them into piles. What's happening to the people in those cars? Yeah, but they don't show that, you know. So like, that no, was, yeah, not at all. And Darkwing's like, I don't need help, and then he immediately falls on a manhole. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's fed up, like really fed up. And he's like, I have to go find the original sap. I have to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, he builds a dummy of himself, puts it at the very top of a building, and tricks them into, like, he's, he's like, help, help, I'm going to fall. And they're like, oh, ordinary guy, we have to save you. And he's like, no, 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 don't save me. I might fall to my untimely demise. And then he steps off the other side of the building and falls. Mm-hmm. And no one's there to catch him. Nah, but he's he's lucky he bounced off a few things and then he landed on the ground. This is what I love about Darkwing, the act ends with him falling as if, oh no, Darkwing's gonna die. But mm-hmm. when the second act starts, he still crashes and he's fine because he's Darkwing Duck. Yeah. But this is when we get that scene. This is when we get a little foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. What do we see? We see somebody in the background. We know it's Jim's voice, but we don't quite see who it is yet, though. Yeah, it's Jim doing a maniacal laugh, basically. Mm-hmm. He's telling he's so, Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, it sounds like a little nega duck. Yeah, this is like Jim coming stock supervillain laugh, and he mm-hmm. says to Darkwing, "This is only a taste of what you have coming." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder who this guy is. <laughs> we'll get there, though. We'll get there. We will get there. So, Comic Guy saves Darkwing. 
a little too late, but he comes, he shows up, and he's like, don't you have anything better to do? And that's when Comic Guy says, like, foiling supervillains? Mm-hmm. Light bulb goes off in Darkwing's head. Okay, so I can make Comic Guy into a supervillain. Next up is my favorite scene, and I know you were probably excited too. Yeah, I was excited for about 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's something. Yeah. Uh, he's given Comic Guy a supervillain lesson using a slideshow of different villains. Did you notice what episodes they came? These slides come from this. This slide is actually from a very specific episode. Who's the first villain he shows Comic Guy? Quacker Jack. (laughs) Okay, first two things work about this. It's what Darkwing says. He goes, "Take this guy, Quacker Jack. He's what we call a real sicko." Go ahead, write that down, sicko. (laughs) Um, But what's even funnier is the slide she shows. Describe the slides and what episode they're from. Uh, toys, uh, toys, Cesar, uh, toys, C- uh, I can't say it right now. Toys are, uh, toys are us. And what's, what is, what's happening in the slide? It's the slide with the, with the puppy where he gives it to the little kid. <laughs> but the drawing of Quacker Jack's face, he's got this big open mouth smile. Like he looks so demented. And I mean, that's all we see. It's just a quick shout out to Quacker Jack, but I do like that he's in it. And then, um, the next slide is not a supervillain. He Darkwing goes, it's a master of villainy. But what is the slide? It was him. It's him at the Christmas party with a party hat on his butt and a noisemaker in his mouth and a lampshade on his head. <laughs> and the true master of villainy, though, is... Megavolt. Oh, yeah, Megavolt. And that makes Comic Guy fire his, uh, you know, his fire blast right through the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is a, um, an evil villain laughter lesson. That's that, how, how that doesn't go very well. Does it? No, but we do hear somebody in the background perfected. We hear that Jim Cummings laugh again. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing thinks that's comic guy. Like he's, yeah, by Jove, I think he's got it. Mm-hmm. And this is another scene I do enjoy. Um, it's basically a death trap lesson. Mm-hmm. Where he needs Comic Guy to like act like a villain and leave him to his death, as a villain would do. Yeah. So he t- he ties him up and uh, he puts him on that machine and he tells him no mercy, show him yeah, no mercy. It, <laughs> it's a machine designed to rescramble your molecular atoms. It's gonna rescramble Darkwing's atoms, and Darkwing's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then Comic Guy turns it on and isn't gonna show mercy like he said. Comic Guy does have a great line. He says, he he basically quotes something Darkwing had told him. He says, the villain leaves his victims to a fate worse than death. Pay attention, you big ape. Which means at some point, I just love the implication, at some point as Darkwing was trying to teach him, Darkwing said to Comic Guy, pay attention, you big ape. And Comic Guy is so stupid, he thought it was part of the instruction. Um, so Comic Guy leaves... Um, and all the other heroes show up and knock him right into the machine. Mm-hmm. When Darkwing comes out the other side, do you remember what he looked like? Uh, he looked like the the painting from um, that one episode, uh, Brush with Oblivion. Yeah, it's Pablo Picasso, Darkwing. <laughs> um, falls right out of the machine. And, mm-hmm. you know, Darkwing is done. You know, this isn't going to happen. He can't turn Comic Guy into a villain. But then our actual real villain shows up finally. Yep. It's an ordinary, it's ordinary guy. It is. We finally meet ordinary guy who is basically pencil neck geek with buck teeth and a goofy 
you know, goofy suit. And he's wearing a big cape and a colander on his head with a ear of corn stuck in it to make himself look imposing. But he's just a big nerd. Yes. But we hear Jim's voice one last time and then another voice kicks in, Mike. Yes. Yes. Ordinary Guy was voiced by a man named Rob Palillo, who was born in 1949. He passed away in 2012 from a heart attack. Mm. He, he is, I think, most well known from playing Horshack in Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, for real? Yes, that was oh. his, that's what he's most well-known for. I did not know that was Horshack. Mm-hmm, that's oh, Horshack. Man. Oh, man, last time I saw Horshack was on a, a celebrity boxing. He was fighting Screech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he got his butt oh, kicked really bad. No. Screech, <laughs> guy. Uh, he was a Broadway actor as well. He directed plays, taught freshman drama, um... Till the end of his life, he died. You know, he passed away a little early. I think he was in his 60s. That's way too young, too young to go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he gives Ordinary Guy a very nerdy voice, a whiny, nerdy voice. Ordinary Guy is calling himself um, not-so-ordinary guy. And he has a ray gun. We sure have seen a lot of ray guns last few episodes, haven't we? Yeah. This is like our third one in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ray gun is designed to suck out your strength. Mm-hmm. What is does he use the gun? Oh, he uses it immediately and shoots all the heroes. Yep, everybody loses their strength and they cannot fight back. Yeah, they all get beat up and then uh, even more heroes show up, man, and snaps every single one. Yeah, and then we finally get your entrance, Mike. DW. Yeah, Darkwing, Darkwing finally gets an entrance. It is I am the ham radio that scrambles your reception. Uh, but Darkwing gets nothing done because uh, Ordinary Guy shoots the platform he's standing on, and when Darkwing falls, he crashes into the gun. Yeah. Comic Guy puts it ba- I mean, Ordinary Guy puts it back together, fires it, and accidentally shoots himself. Yeah, in reverse. In <laughs> reverse. This is where I think the episode kind of gets fun. Um, I do like what happens for the remainder of the episode. Um, it gives him super strength. It, out- it also increases his size. Mm-hmm. What we basically get now is a big reference to an old Tex Avery cartoon. It's got to be. There's no way it's not. Let me describe this cartoon. Maybe you've seen it. It's called King Size Canary. In this cartoon, a cat wants to eat a bird, but the bird is too tiny. It doesn't make a good meal. But the cat finds this plant growth formula. He feeds it to the bird, and the bird grows huge. For the rest of the episode, the bird, the cat, the mouse, the dog keep drinking this formula that never ends. It's a mm-hmm. tiny bottle, but it lasts forever. They're getting mm-hmm. bigger and bigger, running around the city, until finally the mouse and the cat are so big they can stand on the earth. No, and, that, and, the, that. and the cartoon ends with them saying, hey, we just ran out of the stuff. Good night. And the cartoon ends. That's pretty much how this episode ends, too. Mm-hmm. Darkwing and Ordinary Guy pretty much are running around the city, zapping each other, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, until what happens? They're so big, they're in space. They're standing on Mertz. Mm-hmm. And say goodbye to the heroes. We don't see them again. They're gone. They don't matter anymore. So mm-hmm. his comic guy, goodbye. We're never going to see him again. So the two of them fight in outer space, basically. Yeah. It's actually pretty clever. Uh, Darkwing bonks Ordinary Guy with the Big Dipper. And then uses um, a crescent moon as a boomerang. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's kind of a cool fight. How do we end, Will? Uh, basically, ordinary guy, he gets shrunk. Uh, 
DW hits him with the stars, you know, and uh, then the moon. Um, I'm trying to remember. He catches him in the hand. And that's it? And that was it. I remember what, well, he shows something with his cape. His cape had holes in it. And then Yeah, he, he looks at his cape. He goes, I wonder if there's a big and tall outlet in this galaxy. And yeah. we end. It, it ends pretty much the same way the, the Tex Avery cartoon ends. He's mm-hmm. giant. He's big enough to stay on a planet. We don't know how he's going to get back to normal. Cartoon's over. Yeah. And that's it. This cartoon, this episode just ends. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, so okay. Mike, what do, you, what do you think about it overall, <laughs> man? Um, it's not as good as the first Comic Guy episode. At least that one had Steel Beak and Launchpad in it. Mm-hmm. This one, literally, the only reoccurring character in it is Darkwing, and he's being pulled out of his element. So it's really odd. This is a really strange episode. Um, I didn't. I don't think either of us like Smarter Than a Speeding Bullet very much, but this one's definitely weaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, for me, this episode had uh, several flaws. You know. That did make sense. You know, we described the car scene. Uh, I, you know, when they tried to explain that they all had to wear disguises, but why were they all wearing the same exact disguises? The only that, reason to do that was to fake out Darkwing, even though it makes no sense. Yeah, that made zero sense to me. You know, um, I, I just didn't get like what they didn't even explain. How did ordinary guy become ordinary when everybody else had superpowers? You know? <laughs> yeah. Did they capture him from Earth? Yeah, so like they they never explained that, you know. So like I really felt this episode had a lot of flaws. And what do they do all day? Like, do they not go to work? Do they not earn a living? Like, all they did was just stalk Darkwing because he was the new ordinary guy. Yeah, and smarter than a speeding bullet presented Comic Guy as what you would think would be the stupidest person on the planet. While mm-hmm. everybody else is competent, but everybody on this planet's an idiot. Yeah. So it's like that doesn't even make sense in regards to what we've seen already with this character. Mm-hmm. You know, for a kid, I could see them liking it one time, you know, all the flying, the scene of a superpower, seeing these buff guys and the buff girls, you know, the ending's okay, you know, you get a little astrology in there, the Big Dipper, you get to see Saturn shrink. Um, you oh, see yeah, the they shrink Saturn. Yeah, he shrunk Saturn, you know, so you know, there's a little bit in there I can see for kids. I think grown-ups, they're going to pass, man. I think they're going to have a hard time watching it. Um, I, th- I think that thing on the first act with, oh, you have no powers. Oh, yes, I do. That goes on for way too long, too. Mm-hmm. So overall, man, how many gas gun canisters do you give in this episode? I, I want to be fair, but I don't think I really need to. And even the animation can't really save it. Although there are some there are some scenes where I think Darkwing's drawn really well and has some good expressions. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to I'm going to give it a one and a half. Because okay. you'll watch it. I mean, us hardcore Darkwing fans will probably watch it a few times. I mean, Lord knows I have. But for anybody who's just casual, you're going to watch it once and you're probably never going to watch it ever again. So a one and a half. One and a half? Hey, yeah. you're, you're more generous than I am. I'm giving okay. it a one. <laughs> um, I don't like the episode. Uh, there's certain parts, like I said earlier, that don't make sense. Um, there was a few times I laughed, so I will boost it up a little bit. Uh, the villain, uh, pretty forgettable. Yeah, he's forgettable. He had one good thing about him where you could really call him a villain where he took the powers out of the heroes. But for somebody that's ordinary, like Darkwing, he really couldn't handle Darkwing because Darkwing had the gadgets. He didn't rely on his powers, you know? Can you really blame him for holding a grudge though? Oh, no, not at all. Like he had I mean, any right to be upset. I mean, in the one day we saw Darkwing suffer, 
Can you imagine if that was your entire existence? Yeah, I mean, nope. I don't. What, I mean, go ahead. Darkwing argues, you know, you don't see me turning evil, but Darkwing only endured it for like one day. Mm-hmm. You know, you you kind of feel bad for this guy, but not really. Even should we rate him? Yeah, we I, we gotta rate him. We we rated everybody, so we gotta yeah, this, rate him. <laughs> this you start. Okay, for me. I'm gonna be a little. I think I'm gonna be more generous than you. I'm gonna give him a one and a half because you know the Jim Cumming laughters and the foreshadowing really kind of builds it up. Like who who the heck is this? You know, if, if it's your first time watching it, you're kind of curious who who this guy is. You know, because the yeah. foresha- with the foreshadowing, you hear the Negaduck laughter, you see his shadow, and his shadow makes him look huge. You're like, whoa! I can't wait to see who this villain's gonna be. You know, so mm-hmm. so they build him up, the the hype him up, and then when he comes in. He immediately takes out the powers of the superhero. So you're like, oh man, this dude ain't no joke. But then once Darkwing gets the ray gun and they go back and forth, you're like, eh, okay. <laughs> it's basically Darkwing fighting a nerd. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> a little was, one-sided. Yeah, it was really too easy. So uh, I'll, I'll give him a one and a half, man. I'll just, you know, I'll just coast on you on that one. I'll give him a one and a half as well. I mean, it's it's clever. It's clever enough mm-hmm. that he isn't like trench rot te- territory or little yet. Yeah, you know, I'm going to compare him to trench rot. He's not that bad. <laughs> you know, uh, okay. I'm really shocked. I, I did not think you would give him a one and a half. I thought you were going to give him like a 0. 0.5 or a one. <laughs> I'm really shocked. I'm, sa- I'm, I'm saving the truly terrible scores for a couple of other villains down the line. Okay. Okay. I can't quite knock this guy too much. Okay. All right, so you got anything else you want to talk about with Planet of the Caves, the villains or the heroes or anything? No, it's, you know... It's, you're, you're ready to move on. <laughs> I'm re- Yeah, I am ready to move on. This one... <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right, I'm so good. that... I'm good that's with a, this one. Okay, so that's enough of Planet of the Caves, Mike. What do we have next? Okay, so we have to say goodbye next week. Next week is our last ABC episode um, for a while. The season is ending. Okay, which and one? It's our, and it's our last uh, Disney Australia episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Merchant of Menace. It's Herb Muddlefoot's Finest Hour. You love this episode, don't you? I really do love this episode. I think it's an extremely underrated episode. Mm-hmm. And I think we may have a guest on this one, but as always, I don't like promising things because you, never, you know. never know. You never yeah. know. Um, but we might have a guest, but we'll wait and see. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. We see a lot of Herb Muddlefoot and Grizzly Cough. Mm-hmm. I think it's Grizzly Cough's best episode, too. But say no more. Catch, catch up with us next week for The Merchant of Menace. Okay. So this is just our last Saturday morning season one episode, but not our last season one episode, right? No, we have plenty of season one episodes, but okay. Merchant of Menace is our last ABC season Saturday morning episode until season two comes along. Okay, so we go, oh, man, I like the Saturday morning ones. They're pretty good. I know. Like I always say, ABC somehow got a hold of all the good ones. <laughs> all right. So, Mike, man, um, we'll get ready for that one. Uh, I know you really like that one. Uh, anything you want to uh, say before we head out, man? We, we got a little extra time. This one's pretty short, man. It's an episode that doesn't really need much description. <laughs> um well, I can say anybody who wants to can join our Facebook, um, Instagram, or Twitter communities. Mm-hmm. Um, please be a part of our community. Join our um, Zoom, join our Zoom chats every Saturday night. Hopefully, those will continue even as the world opens back up. Hopefully, let's keep our fingers crossed. 
Yeah. And um, anything you want to say, Will? I, I just want to say that that Zoom chat, man, it's getting bigger and bigger, man. Every other week or every week, we get new people wanting to join us, man. So it, it's an it, interesting mix. People come and go. Yeah, and just for those of you who are curious about it, we don't just talk Darkwing. Sometimes we hardly even bring up Darkwing. You know, um, we don't even just always talk cartoons. You know, sometimes we talk about. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say random things we talked about. We talk about uh, movies, favorite yeah. directors. We'll talk about music. Sometimes Merchandise. We talk... Or just yeah, our make... lives. Yeah, I mean, we've make... all been talking for so long that a lot of us are friends. We just chat about our lives at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, make fun of Felicia and Mike because they're the two oldest ones in the group. <laughs> but yeah. Felicia, I, Felicia gets it the worst, though. I always go after her. <laughs> she doesn't care. Nah, she doesn't care. I don't think you care at all either. <laughs> no. But, uh, but it, like, you know, like we're saying, we you know, we, we joke around and stuff. It's fun, man. We, you know, uh, we used to watch an episode or two of Darkwing before we started to chat. But, you know, we kind of calmed down with that. Uh, it was but, hard. To, it was hard for all of us to stream it at the same time and keep up the quality. Yeah. It just was it wasn't worth losing half an hour of talk. Yeah, so if you need a break and just want to hang out, you know, you're tired of being in your house and you know you can't go nowhere, you just want to meet some new people, come hang out with us. You know, there's no restriction. You can leave after 30 minutes if you want, 10 minutes, two hours, four hours. It's and all totally- you have to do is message Will, let him know you want to do it, and he'll get you in. Yeah. So that's it, man, guys. Uh, that's, let's wrap up this episode. Uh, we're just kind of stalling here, but uh, <laughs> that's just the way it goes sometimes. On what, is, well, what is there to say about Comic Guy, though? I mean... I'm glad we're moving on, man. <laughs> yeah, he was an idea that just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. I know. <laughs> All right, but guys, that's enough for us on this episode. And make sure you guys uh, tune in some more. Uh, click the subscribe button. Click the like button. Click the follow button. Comment. Click, comment share. back. Share. Uh, whatever. Even if you want to join us, shoot us a message. Maybe we can. Maybe we can't. I don't know. A lot uh, of the best episodes are already spoken for, but you never know. So contact yeah. us. Yeah. All right, guys. So stay dangerous. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>